the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our message is to help the homeless and women to get control of their lives. Folks, I'd like to bless you and welcome you to the show tonight. Tonight's going to be a great show. It's going to be about um, the show's going to be the topic tonight will be the presence of God. And Blaine and Ed, you're here, so it's good to always see you guys. It's always it, good to be here. It's good to be here. We're uh, we're the trio here. It's great when we're all here together. Love it. Amen. I do too. Hey guys, um, I we, we always start off the show, folks, with uh, praise reports about the homeless and what was going on last week. So I'll let you guys go ahead and open up with our praise report. You know, I'd love to start us out. Um, I, I have been dancing. I have been dancing. I have been on clouds. I've been telling everybody I see, John and Ed, about our our buddy Carl. And, uh, you know, we're here, oh, we, yes. we're here on the radio show. People cannot see our smiles right now. But when we saw there was a gentleman that showed up on Saturday, he started helping with tables and chairs. And finally, I don't know, one of us just said, well, hey, thank you. Thank you for the help. And, and he said, you guys, do you know who I am? And, uh, yeah, it was wonderful. And, and, and I'm like, is that Carl? But, anyway, a transformation beyond measure. Yes, it was. Um, he came up when I was backing up the van um, to unload. This guy was standing there, and I'm looking at him, and I say, hey, how you doing? And, and I'm looking, and I'm thinking, man, this guy looks familiar, and I'm trying to place him. And, folks, uh, when we seen Carl last, it was at least about a year ago. And um, so he went in, and we got into a place, and he gained weight. And he's been working out, so we, yeah. he didn't look the same. And so then I it dawned on me, hey, it's Carl. Yeah. So Carl came back out there to tell us, thank you for all their help, and that he's doing good. And he came out to help out and give back to the um, the poor too. Yeah, and and he said he's probably going to come back out next week too. Yes. So uh, he's he uh, made the statement. I always love this statement from, you know, uh, you guys have helped me. I feel I need to return. Uh, the help to others and so he talked about coming back out and and helping us in that that that's great i love seeing that his his best help is his testimony yeah amen i he can carry tables all he wants but what's going to change lives is his testimony so i think it's great he wants to come out we'll use him to share with people we're going to bring him on the show and um, tell his testimony how what he went through and where he's at now yeah. So you know, when he when he removed his sunglasses and his hat and we looked at him, 
and we just and again we're on the radio show but i've been telling this story all week is that my our jaws dropped it just went we're just like is that carl but he was such a transformation spiritually and physically Mm -hmm. and he couldn't wait to give praise to jesus i mean he was he was there that day and you're right pastor ed everybody there was like there's carl and he was shining. He was just shining Jesus. He yep. was just he, – he's, he's motivated me all week, I'll tell you that. Yes, and you know another thing was we had a, a lady named Donna. She was up there on – she's the one that always kind of stood back. And now she's up there trying to help people, and she's homeless herself. Yeah. And now she's giving back and trying to help and do things. At the t- that amazed me. I, w- I, I, I was really happy. I went by her, and I told her, Donna, I said, you're doing a great job. Keep on going. And she yeah. just enjoyed Matter of fact, um, Raymond came a little late, Ed, who always helps out there on that side. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting back and looking like, oh, man, they got another person to do it. <laughs> and I told him, I said, no, no, she's over there just helping now, right now. But you can go over there, too, and, you know, get on the table so yeah. he in matter of fact he brought another person with him yeah and and she wasn't homeless though right. but he brought her because he was showing her what was going on after i guess he was trying to explain to her so those are really great um yeah. you know praise reports so, Ra- raymond and i uh i kind of thought i was gonna have to separate him and donna because like you say he stood there with his hands folded looking at her like what's she doing <laughs> but uh but he gets over it. I mean, he's he wasn't upset or anything. He was just kind of trying to figure out. But, you know, Donna never asked. She just walked up and started serving. That's it. And I had to go get the hand sanitizer and, you know, hey, before you start right. food. Yeah. So I've got to train her a little bit now. But uh, it's, just, it's just the fact of seeing them uh, wanting to help. You know, here she was standing off to the back, and she would listen. It kind of reminded me of some other people that w- yeah. over time. And then she's not standing in the back no more. She's up in front, and she's yeah. talking with people. She's, yeah. you know, intervening. And and those are what you get to see. That's that's the that's example of what God can do. If you're just there just to be there to help and do the calling that you're called to do, God does the rest. And yeah. and I get amazed uh, still. And yeah. we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And, and she was attentive as she was watching those that are coming to, to get some items, you know, get some food and water. But she was attentive to us also. So when we're out there talking and mingling and asking people for prayer, she's like, hey, do you need a bag? Yeah. So, you know, so these folks can fill those bags up, whether they're filling them with clothes or with um, just food or water, burritos, whatever it might be. But, yeah, she was very attentive. Yeah. And, and the message was good that day. Matter of fact, um, I, I, I was doing the message, and then you were going to uh, quote a scripture, and it ended up being the scripture that you were quoting on. And <laughs> that is, that's funny how the Holy Spirit works like that. You know, thanks for the reminder, guys. You know, uh, I don't know a whole lot, but I know that there's 66 books in that Bible. Uh-huh. And I don't know how many verses are in that uh-huh. Bible. But you were sharing, and I'm looking at everybody, and I'm pointing to them, and I'm pointing where I'm going to read next. And it was the scripture you read, yeah. and uh, or you had quoted, Quote, and then right. I was re- and it was just right in front of me. It was a very beautiful experience. Um, you know, we all need encouragement. The Holy Spirit's all around us. He dwells within us. He's working. He's moving. And uh, it's, it's awesome to see. Even when we're on this radio show, he always puts it together. Yeah. I, he always does. Well, guys, you got anything else? Nope. Okay. 
Alrighty, let's get into the word. It's that time. Um, we're going to again. This day is going to be on the presence of God, and I'll go ahead and open it up with Ephesians uh, three, verse twelve, and it says, "Because of Christ and of our faith in Him, we can now come fearlessly into God's presence, assured of His glad welcome of His assured of His glad welcome." So, the presence of God, guys. I I'm, I was kind of wanting to go by my paperwork today, but. God is kind of leading me in a different way. You know, I'm sure a lot of the audience probably thinks, I don't feel the presence of God. And I know I've been there a few times, and I'm sure you guys have been there. The reassurance of this show today is to show them that God is always with us. And I know that I have a couple of quotes that um, that I have here that I'll go ahead and just read it real quick. So we'll just do that one real quick. But Matthew 28, uh, 20 it's that one is where i this is about the great commission when jesus was telling his disciples before he left and it, it goes on from in um on that on that on that one it says teach these new disciples to obey all the commands i have given you and it says and it goes on to this and it says and be sure of this i love it when jesus gets down <laughs> to the point he always says and be sure of this i am with you always even to the end of age I, I sometimes I go and I say, God, where are you? I, I mean, I'm going through this trials and I'm going through this circumstances or I'm going through this or that. And, you know, and, and, and it feels like we fight our battles alone. But those are trials that we come. And now I came to a point now when trials come into my life, those are opportunities for me to grow. Mm-hmm. Opportunities that God has taken me to another place. And, and I'm, not, I'm not alone. God is there with me. He's behind me. He's in front of me. He's aside of me. He, he's he's all around me. He just lets us make our choice. But that's a time when we need to go and get the presence of God. And how do you get the presence of God? It's by communicating with Him. It's prayer. It's giving Him your all. I I, I always I always remember uh, that day on Saturday. I asked him. I asked I asked him. I said. How many times do you guys talk to the Lord? Do you talk to him once a, month, a week? Do you talk to him twice a week? Do you talk to him three times a week? Or do you talk to him every day? Now, there's a difference of every day. Do you talk to him only one time a day? Or do you talk to him three times a day? Or do you talk to him um, continuously through the day? And, um, and that's where I think that we're not getting the presence of God is because we're not god's going to always be with us we know that we know by what he says here but how much do you want the presence of god i mean you you got to get you got to get close to him you got to have that relationship with him today i i try to have at least at least three prayer times i have with him throughout the day i try to do one in the morning i try to do one in in, in, um the afternoon um noontime and i do one at night that's not talking in between times, right. too. So, and, and that's what I'm trying to adapt more because I want to see more of the presence of God. I don't want to. I want to see God working in my life and through and showing me different things so I can lead to others to that point. So that's where I'm kind of right there, guys. On and then I got a great one. It's in Psalms 121, and I was going to read verses three to five, but I think I'll just read five. And it states here, and it says, The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. Again, 
the Lord is always with us. It's a, it's it's about us seeking the Lord. Um, so I, I'm going to kind of hold it back there because i got a couple more things I want to add at the end of the show. But, Ed, I'm going to shoot it over to you. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm like you. I, uh, I Most of my talking with God goes on throughout the day. You know, you get up in the morning, and one of the things that I've talked about on the air is, God, I expect to see you in my life today. I'm mm-hmm. looking for you. Mm-hmm. And then when I see him happen, it's a continuous thank you for this, thank you for that, and because uh, I know where those things come from. At night is usually when I sit down, and it's out of habit. There's no particular reason, but at night I sit down, and that's when I begin to pray for people and and really do uh, my uh, scripture readings and things. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right; you need to be in communion with God all the time. Mm-hmm. Now. When we talk about being in the presence of God, there's two ways we can be in the presence of God, and I'm going to cover that. Now, I'm going to be in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13. And uh, starting to verse 13, says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. So he is with us all the time. He sees our actions. Uh, and so we're accountable to him, but we just need to understand he is there with us. Uh, we don't see him. And this, well, let me go on to verse 14 before I say that. Verse 14 says, and, and then since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let's hold firmly to what we believe. Now, before this, uh, God was here, or Jesus was here in the bodily form. You could touch him, you could feel him, you could talk to him, you could feel his breath, you know, all of that. Now he dies and goes to heaven. And what this verse is saying, don't give up your faith in Jesus just because you don't see him anymore. He's the same Jesus with the same power, the same miracles, the same love that he was when he walked the earth. So our faith went from the faith of a man we could see and trust into a man who is now invisible to us in in terms of sight. But he's still there. He's still walking next to you. And uh, so our faith should not diminish because we don't see him. And it goes on in verse, uh, let's skip down here. Uh, Verse 15 says, The high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all of the same testing we do, yet is not with sin. Now, this is some people, something people I think tend to forget, is that God went through the trials just as we do. He is tempted in every way that we were. But here's the difference. He never sinned. So he experienced our temptations, but he never experienced sin. But he didn't have to because his job is to keep us from sinning. What he needed to know when he became human is what's it like to have this temptation? Because his purpose is to stop stop you in that temptation before it turns to sin. He doesn't need to have the experience of sin. And, uh, and so he is there with us when we are tempted then he has been tempted in the same way. And he's there with you when you're tempted. He's our strength. He's the one that gets us through all of this. And then verse 16 says, and like I said, there was two ways we come before God. This is the second way. So let us come boldly to the throne of God, of our glorious God, 
for which we receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us through when we need it most. So one experience we have with God is in our presence is our daily walk. The other experience is, and, and that's when G, when God comes to us. But the other is when we go to prayer, we go to God. We enter into his throne room and kneel at the, before the throne and are, and we are in his presence this time mm-hmm. rather than him in our presence if yes. you if you get what i mean in the difference mm-hmm. so when we go to when we go to god we've walked into his throne room we are in the presence of the creator and that's where we lay our prayers down at his feet so when we talk about the presence he's always with us but there's that special time when we go to him at the throne, at the foot of his throne, and lay down our, our, our sins. We lay down our requests, yes. our prayer. So it, it's just, uh, I think people kind of forget that, yes, God experienced our our uh, temptations, but mm-hmm. he didn't experience sin, but he didn't have to. Right. He stops us before it gets that far. Mm. So that, that was just uh, what I got out of, out of uh, Hebrews. I love it. Heck yeah, that's a great take, Pastor. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a. It's a perfect. It. Um, and you explained it pretty well there too. So that's. Yeah. I like the way it is. You know. Again, I'm here smiling, you guys, because um, each one of us are built so differently, and we think differently. And uh, may may the time that we spend here with you may it just completely bless you, our audience, our brothers and sisters that. Um, we, we want to give you the Word of God. We believe it is the Word of God, and um, we all have a different take with it to, to sharpen, sharpen and polish each mm-hmm. and every one of us. I get that every time I'm here. Um, I wanted to go to the, I'm going to read a psalm, uh, Psalm of David. It's Psalm 139. I won't read the whole thing. Um, but this, this, this was David's heart. Even, even before all this, he just had a, an understanding that's, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. But here it is. I'm going to read Psalm 139. Starting in verse 7, it says, Where can I go from your spirit? Oh, where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. You know, I think what we need to understand, folks, is and it's very hard to understand. And so all we have is this word, but God is God. God is holding this entire universe, this ginormous universe together. He's holding it in his hands. Yet our God, the God of this Bible, the Father of Jesus Christ, um, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, he cares about you and me. Even though he's got, he's got the whole universe in his hands, you guys. Yes. Yet he wants to hear from us. He wants to hear when we're on the mountaintops, when we're in the valleys. And, and, and John, you mentioned something earlier that's extremely important to us as believers and our audiences that many times, many, many times we feel that God just isn't listening. You know, he's just not there. And and we're hoping that through these scriptures that we're reading tonight and you on your own studies know that God is, he will never leave us nor forsake us. He left as his promise, the Holy Spirit. And he's, he's going to carry us through. Um, I think um, if I can encourage our audience a little bit, um, pretty much what you had talked about, Ed, a little bit about your nightly um, prayer time and devotions, mm-hmm. is folks, let's all just try and be a little bit still. Let's be still and know that he is God. 
Um, I am in a very busy life. I sometimes I think, wow. Um, but we need to take a time to where we can read his word, sit in his lap, our loving father's lap, read his word and listen to his word and listen to his voice and just say, here I am. Yeah. Amen. It, it, re- Amen. it is, Blaine, and I like that. Um, and, and that's what we need. We, um, we, we need to get close to God. Um, yeah. God is there. He, he's, he's around us. He's waiting for us. He wants to have that, um, that, that relationship with us. But we got to do it. Get we got to spend our time and say, "Hey, look, God, this is how much I love you. That I am going to take time out of my busy day. I'm going to take time, not just because I go to bed tonight, not just because I wake up, because I want to spend that day with you and talking with you through the day." And and if, like that old um, in James four um, four eight, it says, "If we draw near to God." God draws near to us. Amen. So God is always with us. He, see, he, he There's a scripture in there that says, not anything goes by my eye. I see all that goes on the earth. So, you know, um, anytime we're thinking we're getting away with something, we're really not getting away with nothing. Okay. So, um, and you know, so why not confess our sins? Why not give it to God? And But the main thing is say, God, I want more of you so that there's more of you in me that I can give more to my brothers and sisters. Ed, you were said you were going to say something there. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But I, I, I agree with what you said. I, I had a thought on my mind, but it disappeared. <laughs> not, not my mind, but my thoughts. <laughs> okay, I was wondering. What's <laughs> darn, darn it! I wanted to hear it. Yeah. Do we have time for me to read a scripture while yes, you think of that ahead. thought? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and again, thanks for listening, audience. But. Uh, you know, we all use these scriptures in everyday life with our family and friends, but this is one I read a lot, and it, it tells us a lot. May you find comfort, and it's found in Romans eight thirty seven uh, through 39, and it says, Yet in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, folks, write that one down. If it's not one of your favorites, please go there. And um, I have to go there weekly. I, I want to say daily, but weekly. And um, he is there, and his love is, abounds that much. We can't comprehend it. Yeah, and what Ed was talking about, Jesus not um, going through the temptations, it reminded me of Luke 4. Um, when he was uh, you know, when he was stuck up on the mountain and the Satan came in and was tempting him through his time, folks. I want to let you know some temptation is uh, is trials for you, and to, for trials to you overcome them like what Jesus did. Jesus did not start his ministry until he was um, tried by the devil. Did you know that his ministry came after that he went to the went to the mountaintop and G, uh, the devil tried to tempt him. That's when his ministry. That's where the breakthrough is. I think that's a breakthrough through a lot of us. When we get those trials and we don't feel that God's there, remember that he is. But the, when you seek the presence of God, God will be – you won't be alone. Jesus knew that he was not alone. He could have called, what, a legion of angels down, you know, right then and there. God, he knew, you know, and that's what I think that we need to know is that God is always there in the present with us. Ed? Yeah, I was, I was going to say uh, temptation is not sin, by the way. Uh Sin is when you act on the temptation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so we need to understand when we're tempted, we're not sinning, but that's that's 
where you need to start putting your strength and your calling on God to help you though, so you don't act on it. Right. Uh, I was teaching junior high group, and they kept asking questions. So I said, one week, uh, next week we're going to ask any questions you want. I'm thinking biblical. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So we're sitting there, and this girl comes, starts out off. And she says, hey, she says, you know at night when you have those thoughts, is that sin? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking some biblical. But it was a question on her mind. Mm-hmm. And I got the chance to tell her, no, that's temptation. Yes. But w- what you do with it is determined on whether you're forgiven for it or whether you actually commit the sin. So temptation is not a sin, but when you act on it, it becomes a sin. So we need to understand that. Jesus was tempted with every temptation we have, yet did not sin. Yes. And uh, and so we need to remember that. Don't act on those thoughts that come to your head. Go Go to Jesus instead. Because that's why he died on the cross. Amen. Okay, well, we're getting to the end of the show, guys. Um, I just want to keep saying, draw near to God, and dr- God will draw near to you. Keep keep that prayer going. Don't let temptation bring you down. Um, remember, they're just a trial. You can get through these things. Guys, last thing before I close. I'm smiling again. I wanted to close with draw near to God, he'll draw near to you, but you just said it again in front of me. So. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we love the audience. Pray for us. Pray for those out there. God's working and moving. He's saving, and He's. we pray that he is just glorified. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you to it. If you want prayer, you need prayer, or you want answers, call me. My phone number is 619-252-0060. And I'm going to repeat it. I'm not going to give you time to go to pen, so you better memorize this. <laughs> 619-252-0060. Look forward to hearing from you. There you are. Give him a call at 2 o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> anyway, um, I hope the show has been beneficial for you tonight, folks. Um, you just remember you're not alone. A lot of us time we think we're alone by out there, and we're not. Turn to your brothers and sisters. If you're struggling through anything that's... Uh, devil's really hammering on you remember the presence god's around you but remember you got brothers and sisters that you can turn to definitely do that okay um i just want to give a shout out to our sponsors hey javier thank you for your burritos that you give you and your family god bless your hearts we really appreciate that anna and cam over at goodwill hey thank you guys we really appreciate you helping us out with the clothing Hey, Jeremy over at Skyline, we appreciate you helping us. And Stephen Forsythe over at Delcone Church, hey, thank you. Well, folks, I hope this has been beneficial for you tonight. And remember, God is always with you, and he's always blessing you. You have a great night. God bless. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K Praise. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.